Chapter Twenty Two of the Wonder Clock by Howard Pyle. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ten o'clock. Out of the cupboard, the kobold takes some bits of the morning griddle cakes. Cold and windy, the windows rattle. The north wind blows but the ashes are warm between his toes the little gray mouse looks out of the wall and wishes he had the crumbs that fall k p chapter twenty two of the wonder clock by howard pyle how two went into partnership this was the way of it uncle bear had a pot of honey and a big cheese but the great red fox had nothing but his wits the fox was for going into partnership for he says says he a head full of wits is worth more than a pot of honey and a big cheese which was as true as gospel only that wits cannot be shared in partnership among folks like red herrings and blue beans or a pot of honey and a big cheese all the same uncle bear was well enough satisfied so they went into partnership together just as the great red fox had said as for the pot of honey and the big cheese why they were put away for a rainy day and the wits were all that were to be used just now very well says the fox well rattle them up a bit and so he did and this was how he was hungry for the honey was the great red fox say now i am sick to-day and i will just go and see the master doctor over yonder but it was not the doctor he went to no off he marched to the storehouse and there he ate a part of the honey after that he laid out in the sun and toasted his skin for that is pleasant after a great dinner by and by he went home again well says uncle bear and how do you feel now oh well enough says the great red fox and was the medicine bitter says uncle bear oh no it was good enough says the great red fox and how much did the doctor give you says uncle bear oh about one part of a potful says the red fox dear dear thinks uncle bear that is a great deal of medicine to take for sure and certain well things went on as smoothly as though the wheels were greased until by and by the fox grew hungry for the taste of honey again and this time he had to go over yonder and see his aunt off he went to the storehouse and there he ate all the honey he wanted and then after he had slept a bit in the sun he went back home again well says uncle bear and did you see your aunt oh yes says the great red fox i saw her and did she give you anything says uncle bear oh yes she gave me a trifle says the great red fox and what was it she gave you says uncle bear why she gave me another part of a potful that was all says the great red fox dear dear but that is a queer thing to give says uncle bear by and by the great red fox was thinking of honey again and now it was a christening he had to go to off he went to the pot of honey and this time he finished it all and licked the pot into the bargain and had everything gone smoothly at the christening that was what uncle bear wanted to know oh smoothly enough says the great red fox 
and did they have a christening feast says uncle bear oh yes they had says the great red fox and what did they have says uncle bear oh everything that was in the pot says the great red fox dear dear says uncle bear but they must have been a hungry set at that christening well one day uncle bear says we'll have a feast and eat up the pot of honey and the big cheese and we'll ask father goat over to help us that suited the great red fox well enough so off he went to the storehouse to fetch the pot of honey and the cheese as for uncle bear he went to ask father goat to come and help them eat up the good things see now says the great red fox to himself the pot of honey and the big cheese belong together and it is a pity to part them so down he sat without more ado and when he got up again the cheese was all inside of him when he came home again there was father goat tossing his toes at the fire and waiting for supper and there was uncle bear on the pack doorstep sharpening the bread knife hi says the great red fox and what are you doing here father goat i am just waiting for supper and that is all says father goat and where is uncle bear says the great red fox he is sharpening the bread knife says father goat yes says the great red fox and when he is through with that he is going to cut your tail off dear dear but father goat was in a great fright that house was no place for him and he could see that with one eye shut off he marched as though the ground was hot under him as for the great red fox he went out to uncle bear that was a pretty body you asked to take supper with us says he here he has marched off with the pot of honey and the big cheese and we may sit down and whistle over an empty table between us when uncle bear heard this he did not tarry i can tell you up he got and off he went after father goat stop stop he bawled let me have a little at least but father goat thought that uncle bear was speaking of his tail for he knew nothing of the pot of honey and the big cheese so he just knuckled down to it and away he scampered till the gravel flew behind him and this was what came of that partnership nothing was left but the wits that the great red fox had brought into the business for nobody could blame father goat for carrying the wits off with him and one might guess that without the telling now as the pot of honey and big cheese were gone something else must be looked up for one cannot live on thin air and that is the truth see now says the great red fox farmer john over yonder has a storehouse full of sausages and chitterlings and puddings and all sort of good things as nothing else is left of the partnership we'll just churn our wits a bit and see if we can make butter with them as the saying goes that was what the great red fox said and it suited uncle bear as well as anything he ever heard so off they marched arm in arm by and by they came to farmer john's house and nobody was about which was just what the two rogues wanted and yes there was the storehouse as plain as the nose on your face only the door was locked above was a little window just big enough for the great red fox to creep into though it was ever so high just give me a lift up through the window yonder says he to uncle bear and i will drop the good things out for you to catch so uncle bear gave the great red fox a leg up and pop 
and there he was in the storehouse like a mouse in the cheese box as soon as he was safe among the good things he bawled out to uncle bear what shall it be first sausages or puddings hush hush said uncle bear yes yes bawled the red fox louder than ever only tell me which i shall take first sausages or puddings Shh, said uncle bear if you are making such a noise as that you will have them about our ears take the first that comes and be quick about it yes yes bawled the fox as loud as he was able but one is just as handy as another and you must tell me which i shall take first but uncle bear got neither pudding nor sausage for the great red fox had made such a hubbub that farmer john and his men came running and three great dogs with them hi said they there is uncle bear after the sausages and puddings and there was nothing for him to do but to lay foot to the ground as fast as he could all the same they caught him over the hill and gave him such a drubbing that his bones ached for many a long day but the great red fox only waited until all the others were well away on their own business and then he filled the bag with the best he could lay his hands on opened the door from the inside and walked out as though it were from his own barn for there was nobody to say no to him he hid the good things away in a place of his own and it was little of them that uncle bear smelt after he had gathered all this master fox came home groaning as though he had had an awful drubbing it would have moved a heart of stone to hear him dear how oh dear what a drubbing i have had said he and so have i said uncle bear grinning over his sore bones as though cold weather were blowing snow in his teeth see now said the gray red fox this is what comes of going into partnership and sharing one's wits with another if you had made your choice when i asked you your butter would never have been spoiled in the churning that was all the comfort uncle bear had and cold enough it was too all the same he is not the first in the world who has lost his dinner and had both the drubbing and the blame into the bargain but things do not last forever and so by and by the good things from farmer john's storehouse gave out and the great red fox had nothing in the larder listen says he to uncle bear i saw them shaking the apple trees at farmer john's to-day and if you had a mind to try the wits that belong to us we'll go and bring a bagful apiece from the storehouse over yonder at the farm yes that suited uncle bear well enough so off they marched each of them with an empty bag to fetch back the apples by and by they came to the storehouse and nobody was about this time the door was not locked so in the both of them went and began filling their bags with apples the great red fox tumbled them into his bag as fast as ever he could taking them just as they came good or bad but uncle bear took his time about it and picked them all over for since he had come there he was bound to get the best that there were to be had so the upshot of the matter was that the great red fox had his bag full before uncle bear had picked out half a score of good juicy apples i'll just peep out of the window yonder says the great red fox and see if farmer john is coming but in his sleeve he said to himself i'll slip outside and turn the key of the door on uncle bear for somebody will have to carry the blame of this and his shoulders are broader and his skin tougher than mine he will never be able to get out of that little window 
so up he jumped with his bag of apples to do as he said but listen a hasty man drinks hot broth and so it was with the great red fox for up in the window they had set a trap to catch rats but he knew nothing of that out he jumped from the window click went the trap and caught him by the tail and there he hung is farmer john coming bawled uncle bear by and by hush hush said the great red fox for he was trying to get his tail out of the trap but the boot was on the other leg now yes yes bawled uncle bear louder than before but tell me is father john coming Shh, says the great red fox no no bawled uncle bear as loud as he could what i want to know is is farmer john coming yes he was for he had heard the hubbub and here he was with a lot of his men and three great dogs oh farmer john bawled the great red fox don't touch me i am not the thief yonder is uncle bear in the pantry he is the one yes yes farmer john knew how much of that cake to eat here was the rogue of a fox caught in the trap and the beating was ready for him that was the long and short of it when the great red fox heard this he pulled with all his might and mane snap went his tail and broke off close to his body and away he scampered with farmer john the men and the dogs close to his heels but uncle bear filled his bag full of apples and when all hands had gone racing away after the great red fox he walked quietly out of the door and off home and that is how the great red fox lost his tail in the trap what is the meaning of all this why here it is when a rogue and another cracks a nut together it is not often the rogue who breaks his teeth by trying to eat the hulls and this too but when one sets a trap for another it is a toss of a copper whether or no it flies up and pinches his own fingers if there is anything more left in the dish you may scrape it for yourself end of chapter 22 read by daryl war